إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون أما بعد Alhamdulillah, 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 Hiladi Hadana Lihada, Wama Kunna Linahdadi Alaula and Hadana Allah. All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who has granted us the tawfiq to be here in His house, the house of Allah, the masjid, to make mention of Him, to do zikr, to worship Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. After fasting a month of Ramadan, like we have never seen before, with the challenges that we have faced. After celebrating a day of Eid, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has seen fit to grant us from his ni'mah. It is at a time like this, after Ramadan has finished, and we have celebrated Eid, and we have digested the food that we have consumed on Yom Al-Eid that really we should take some time to reflect. At the start of Ramadan you would have heard our Imams, our Khutaba, the Khatibs make mention of the Ayat with regards to Ramadan and we all know them. So Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us what was the purpose of Ramadan. 
In the ayat that follow, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also told us, ayyaman ma'dudat, that they are just a number of days, a few days. And one of our khatibs yesterday was saying, subhanallah, how alike is Ramadan, the month of Ramadan, to our lives? And if you think about it, it's a good parable. It's a good example. That in Ramadan, you have 30 days, 30 nights of worship. It's as if you have those 60 years that the Rasulullah told us about. That if one of his ummah gets 60 years, then this is he's at a good innings. That's my phrase, not his. And likewise, he said, the Imam said, that you start off with a certain zeal and then you flag a little bit while you're busy in the middle of your life and then at the end you get uh, your zeal back again and you try really hard just as you age when you're young and then as you get older and so on subhanallah and how quickly ramadan has gone but ramadan was about action ramadan was about actions our a'mal And the ulama of the past, the Salaf al-Salihin, they would, we heard at the beginning of Ramadan, that they would plan and hope for Ramadan six months ahead of time. And we plan when? About a month before, and mostly it's to do with what we're going to eat in Ramadan for iftar. So they used to spend six months before Ramadan planning for Ramadan. And what do they used to do after Ramadan has gone? They used to make istighfar, they used to make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for their taqseer, for the shortcomings during the month of Ramadan. For sure, none of us has fulfilled our utmost during the month of Ramadan. Brothers at the back who are accountants and are a bit more pedantic, maybe you'll be asking, well, how is it six months before, six months after, and you have a month in between? That's 13 months. This is a taqriban, this is an approximation. That's all it is. Yeah, so they used to spend half the year preparing for Ramadan to get the most out of it. And then half the year after it, they used to take themselves to account. And this is what we really need to do after Ramadan has passed. We've celebrated, alhamdulillah. We've eaten as much as we could. So all the weight that we lost in Ramadan, we put it back on again yesterday. But it shouldn't be the case that all the sins that we gave up during the month of Ramadan, we put them back on again as well on our backs. So what we need to do is do some self-analysis. And if you recall at the beginning of Ramadan, the Imam will have told you a famous hadith. We all know it. That Rasulullah said, Man sama Ramadan, imana wahtisaba. And in another riwayah, Man qama Ramadan, imana wahtisaba, ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min zambih. We were reminded that Rasulullah told us that whoever fasts or stays up the night, stands for prayer in Ramadan, all his past sins will be forgiven. And one of the words that was used is imana wahtisaba, iman with faith. Knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him that reward. And then with the hopes, ihtisaban is to have that hope, is to do that calculation. If you have a business and you invest in it, 
you invest in it knowing that if I put this proportion in, I'm hoping to get this much out of it at the end. That's your hisab. So when you're doing ihtisab, is that you're hoping that if I really put in the good deeds, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will sell me, sell, save me from the hellfire in the yawm al-qiyamah, in the akhirah. So that has to be happen before, before Ramadan. But there's an ihtisab, or there's a hisab, or muhasaba, that has to be done after Ramadan. And we have to be introspective, and we have to be self-analytical, and we have to be critical in this evaluation. That really did I put my utmost in Ramadan? Could I have done more? Knowing that we're always going to come short, then what is it that I need to do in order to expiate for that? So let's find out by self-analysis, by muhasaba, as our Sheikh would say, one of the most scary things you can do, and this is on a normal daily basis, is that perhaps after Fajr, perhaps after Isha at the end of the day, take yourself to account, sit quietly by yourself and question yourself and your heart. And if you sit quietly and you do that to yourself, you'll find your heart does this. Because you and your Lord know very well what you've been up to. You and your Lord know very well where you have come short. And on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, it will be sufficient. It will be said to you, read your own book. Read your own book, which will be given to you, presented to you. Read your own book. You are sufficient today to take account of yourself. So likewise, you can do it in the dunya before you are taken account of in the akhirah. It is famously reported that Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he would say, Hasibu qabla an tuhasabu. Take yourselves to account before you're taken account of. You and I know very well. We haven't forgotten. Ramadan has just gone. How many sins we have committed during the month? How many times we have committed ghibah, namima? How many times we have spread rumors, slandered people? How many times we've told lies? All of these things. Then you need to take yourself to account and say, SubhanAllah, what can I do now? Because Ramadan has gone. And just as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the Lord of Ramadan, and all the Muslim worshippers who came to the masjid, flooded the masajid, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is still our Lord. Just as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would descend, كَمَا يَلِيقُ بِجَلَالِهِ That he would descend to the heavens of the earth on the third, last third of the night in Ramadan, so he does subhanahu wa ta'ala in other than Ramadan. So just as if you fasted during the day and did your qiyam in the night in Ramadan, so you should be doing outside of Ramadan. How will you know if you've benefited, if you've truly invested and you've done the actions and you are profiting from Ramadan, the training that was given in Ramadan? You will know by your own deeds how much of Ramadan is still affecting you. Have you abandoned those sins or have you taken them back up again? Are you still continuing with those acts of worship, extra acts of worship that you were doing? 
Or have you fall, fallen short already? Have you stopped coming to the masjid? Why? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbul Alameen, is still looking at you, is still willing to give you the ajr. Yes, the ajr of Ramadan has gone, but it's still here. It is time, brothers, and as I said, there was a famous saying that the life which remains unanalyzed, no introspection, without any evaluation, self-evaluation, is not worth living. And we do this all the time in everything else that we do. But when it comes to our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we seem to fall short. The zeal of Ramadan has gone. Everyone was praying and all of these things and you went along. But Ramadan has now gone. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is still our Lord. So we must continue with all the good deeds that we've been doing. In as much as we were able. Yes, the rahmah of Ramadan was conducive to us being able to do extra acts of ibadat. But outside of Ramadan, we can still carry on with as much as possible. And this is what we need to do, inshaAllah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who understand and who act according to that which we have heard and that which is good. أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد Just some final words When you do this self-analysis, introspection, evaluation it is very likely that you will be very critical of yourselves and you should be because the believers are always worried about their actions we should be always worried and that thinking that we're falling short and seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness that's why after salah comes what istighfar after salah what did, what did Rasulullah sallallahu do he used to make istighfar after Ramadan the fasting of Ramadan what happens zakatul fitr these are acts of expiation even after the act of worship because we know that we're going to fall short because we are not perfect Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deserves all that is perfect, all that is good. So it is very likely that we are going to be very critical of ourselves. Thinking that subhanAllah, will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive me? Yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will. Be positive. Do not despair from the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But know that the doors to tawbah, to istighfar, to inaba, are always open. You can always return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and cleanse yourself with tawbah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept it as long as it is sincere. As long as it, as, as long as, as it is sincere. 
So make the tawbah today. Make istighfar for our shortcomings that happened during the month of Ramadan. And know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept it. Up until what? Up until the sun rises from the west or your soul reaches here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is willing to accept. Allah is Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Al-Ghaffar, Al-Ghafoor, Al-Sabur, Al-Halim, Al-Kareem. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always willing. So even if you've allowed Ramadan in its entirety to pass you by without benefiting from it. And Rasulullah gave us a wa'id which was shadeed. This warning that anyone, he made dua for the one who, uh, he said, Ameen. When Jibreel made dua for the one who uh, finds Ramadan and fails to save his neck from the hellfire. He said, Ameen. Even if you and I have failed in that regard, ma'adhullah then we can still rectify our situation. We can rectify our hearts. We can rectify our actions, even today. Because even today, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us the tawfiq. If we've been able to come to the masjid, if we can make zikr, if we can make dua, then we can still do it, insha'Allah ta'ala. Ikhwani fillah, adu'allaha fa'aminu. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik wa anim ala nabiyika Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وارضى عن الصحابة أجمعين وعن الذين يتبعونهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من البرص والجزام والجنون ومن سيء الأسقام اللهم اشفنا واشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اللهم انصر المسلمين المستعدعفين في كل مكان المذنوبين في, في الشام وفي فلسطين وفي بورما وفي الصين وفي كل مكان يا رب العالمين عباد الله يرحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروه يذكركم واشكروا له يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون